It's time for OWC Radio number 12, live at the Macworld Expo. Tim Robertson, OWC Radio. I am recording live from the showroom floor this week at the Macworld Expo. And you know all those people who are saying, oh, Apple's not at the show, it's it's not going to be very good, blah, 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 blah. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, I'm on the showroom floor right now. It's around 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday, the day that the Expo actually opens. And I have to say, it's packed. That's right. It's packed. I can't wait to uh, find out who I'm going to talk to, what we're going to talk about. There's just a lot of companies here. There's a lot of people. And uh, this episode, we're going to uh, interview a lot. As I recorded, I don't know who we're going to interview yet, so uh, you're going to find out real soon. Um, You know what? It's just really, really exciting here. If you have the opportunity to come out, you have two more days, Thursday is uh, today, so, you know, by the time you hear this, Thursday will be over. So you've got two days, Friday and Saturday. It's amazing. OWC, of course, we're here in full force. When you come in the main doors, we're right there, right at the front, on the right-hand side. You can't miss us. So uh, I'm going to go kind of walk around here and find some people to interview. I'm at the Jovi booth. One of the things that I like to do is take a lot of photography, and I like to video, but you know, with the small cameras, you're not really going to get a huge tripod to put those on. The Gorillapod, I've been using one for a few years. I love it, and I just got one for my iPhone, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Tim. How are you? Good. So tell me, what's what are you guys showing here this week? Well, we're, our main product here is called the Gorillapod, and it is a flexible camera tripod. Um, it can also be adapted with certain clips to fit an iPhone, um, an iTouch, uh, any other small device um, that can be supported. Um, we have a, a suction cup or adhesive clips that we can also pair with it um, as part of our Gorilla Mobile. Uh, the Gorilla Mobile for 3G, 3GS is the one that has the iPhone case specifically with two adhesive clips and a camera clip. So you get four attachments to that. Am I the only one that thinks this is perfect to put on your steering wheel when you're driving? <laughs> I, I think that's a great adapt, um, adaption for it. It's also great for like airplane trips so you can watch your iPhone or your iTouch. Or shoot video out the window. Or, yeah, anything. I did that on the way here, oh, can really? you tell? Okay. I have kids. They want to see what it's like in an airplane. <laughs> So they're not just the little tiny ones. You have the, uh, the much larger ones now as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have ones that support all the way up to 11 pounds. So we have three sizes larger. Um, the GirlPod SLR, um, for SLR cameras, 1.75 pounds it supports up to. Then the SLR Zoom, which is uh, supports up to 6.5 pounds. And the GirlPod Focus, which supports up to 11 pounds. What's the price range? Um, the... Retail prices for the Pot original start at twenty one ninety five through the Focus is ninety nine ninety five. So you've got everything covered then, basically. Right, basically everything in between there too. <laughs> where were they get the listeners? Where are they going to go online to look at your products and find out more information about you guys? Um, our website is www.joby.com. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thank you. All right, we're at the Connects booth a Macworld Best of Show 2010 award winner, and I'm here with Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi. So you guys won a 2010 award already. 
Um, I, that's pretty exciting, but I'm looking at your product. Could you explain what this is and why people come pretty soon, they'll be able to buy this, why they're going to want this? Well, basically, if you got a new 27-inch iMac, you know that it's going to be used as an external display, but you can only use it with other mini display port equipped Macs. So we developed a solution, which is a converter, which converts HDMI into mini DisplayPort. So you can watch your Xbox 360, your Sony Blu-ray player, or play your PS3 games. So in other words, my wife isn't going to be mad at me when I want to spend a little bit of quality video game time on the TV. She could keep watching her shows. <laughs> I can play my games on the 27th. It, it's a family saver is what you're saying. Basically, unless she wants to see more of you, that might be a problem. Well, she wants to see me, she just doesn't want to see the screen when I'm playing video games. She's not into it. Yeah, we might be okay then. We might be okay then. So, you told me that the the name of the product hasn't been officially, you guys still debating that? Yeah, um, we're, just because it's a brand new product, basically, it's just... It's, it's brand new. Yeah. Sure, it's so, brand new. When is it going to go on sale? And we're expecting to have it out in, in April. Okay. And this is doing audio and video, right? Yes, audio and video. Um, they opened that up in the mini display port, so it's all it's an all-in-one solution. All you need is the box, yeah. Any idea on price yet? Um, we're looking at $149.99. That's pretty cheap, really, for what you're getting. Yeah, basically, if you're spending two grand on an iMac, why not spend 150 on a converter that lets you play with more things on there? So. Absolutely. Where can I send people that are listening to the show to learn more information about it online? Um, you can go to connectslive.com. We'll, we have a blog on there. We do. We often do a lot of press releases, and we'll be releasing a lot of information on that. We have a blog, so um, that's where people can, you know, get more information. Yeah, yeah. We have a um, a mailing list too, so you can you can sign up on that. Have as you well. thought about an online contest to name the product? No, we have not actually. It would probably just idea. become a Stephen Colbert name or something like that, you know? <laughs> Maybe, we'll see. We'll it's, see. A, it's a nice, so it's K A N E X dot com? K A N E X live, L I V E dot com. Great, thank you very much. Have a good one. Thank you. Now, I know a lot of the people listening to this have iPhones, they have iPods. A lot of you have laptops, and pretty soon we're all going to have iPads, I think. But how do you carry all this stuff around? Mike, you're here at Urban Tool, and you have a solution for me. Yes, UrbanTool.com is a company uh, that's headquartered in Austria, and um, we're now distributing in the United States. And what we do is we basically design bags, uh, all types of holsters and bags, uh, to wear your, your technology. You know, some, so many people go out to eat and put down their BlackBerry, cell phone, camera, keys, chapstick, and sunglasses. They don't know where to put it. We're running out of room. Guys, we, uh, guys, we don't have purses. What it's, do we do? Exactly. So now what we have now, uh, also if you're active, we have the sport holster, we have the slot bar, ways to wear your technology basically. And now we're introducing at the show today at Macworld, uh, the eye hip holster and the eye case belt are actual uh, material that you can plug your uh, your iPod into so that you can play your music from the outside and control from the outside. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's the price range people will be looking at if it from, say, a, a simple iPod holder all the way up to the massive, really attractive-looking thing? That It looks really cool. I'm looking at pictures of it. It's, it's really neat. What's the price range? The price range is... is Around $40 up to $150, depending on which product you're looking at. But we have uh, so many different sizes and colors and, and ways to wear your technology. Uh, we suggest that you check out the website. And uh, also, if you have any um, problems with sizing or exchanges, we can definitely do that. It's not a problem. In over a year with uh, Urban Tool distributing in the United States, we haven't had any returns. Oh, wow, that's awesome. The product is very... Uh, 
you know, there's a lot of quality control that goes into our work. We sew all the seams. It's it's not a it's so not a cheap quality product. and fashionable. It's it's nice looking stuff. Absolutely. So I'm gonna guess it's UrbanTool.com. Yes, it is. All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank Appreciate you it very much, Tim. Appreciate your help. And now I'm at the Music Skins booth, and I'm talking to Jed. Jed, you got some really cool decals. It looks to me is is are they called decals? Do you call them something else? They're they, skins. Yeah, they're skins, Tim. Actually, what they are is they're premium vinyl skins. So what that means is it applies to your device just like a sticker would, but as opposed to a sticker, you can take it on and off whenever so you want. I'm not going to ruin my iPhone by putting these on here. Not going to leave any residue. It's not going to be stuck there for life. You can take it on and off whenever you want. I've peeled mine on and off my phone about a thousand times of this show already. So let's explain what these are because obviously this is an audio podcast. They can't see yeah. it. So w- what is a music skin? It, a music skin is a vinyl adhesive that you stick onto one of your personal devices, whether it's an iPod, laptop, gaming device. And what it does is it's personalization without adding any bulk. And our skins feature 600 of the biggest bands, brands, and artists in the world, from Beatles to Bob Marley to Jay-Z to Black Eyed Peas to Taylor Swift and everything in between. You're going you're gonna to have something that's going to appeal to pretty much everyone. Yep, and not only do we have stuff that appeals to everybody, but you can also come to musicskins.com, use our custom tool, and create a skin using your own photos or images. So if I've got a, if I've got a company, I can actually make my own branding from my laptops and my phones through music skins. Absolutely. We do a ton of corporate branding. People use them as giveaways. People also use them so that all their sales reps and their company-issued phones are branding their actual product or material. And also, we also do individual custom ones for a consumer. So, for example, my mom has a picture of me and my brother on her laptop, and my dad has a picture of our dogs on our Blackberry. That kind of tells you something, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What's the URL so they can go check it out? It's musicskins.com. And what's the price range? Uh, Price range is anything from $15 to $30 just depending on the size of the devices, and there's no additional charge for the uh, custom ones. Great. Thanks a lot, Jed. Thank you very much for coming over, and check us out at musicskins.com. And you know what? I can't have an OWC Radio episode at Macworld Expo without stopping by home base, OWC's booth at the Macworld Expo, and I've got Grant Dalkey. Hey, Grant. Hey, everybody. What's going on? We're here at Macworld, and wow. Um, it's a if, crowd. It's, it's, look at this crowd, Grant. I, I am doing a 180. I was concerned yesterday, but looking at these crowds, this is as busy as it's ever been. Very, very pleased. It's. I mean, I'm getting hoarse already, and it's the first I, day. It's the first day, and I'm, I've seen you do this demo with the uh, Enterprise SSD drive. You're impressing everyone over here, Grant. Yeah, people are just, they're like, wow, that is just super fast. I mean, I I can't get over it. Um, They're seeing all the applications for it, saving time, um, you know, using it as a boot drive, a scratch disk. We had a great review by Digloid on Mac Performance And we've got an interview with him on this episode. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. So, I mean, uh, people, you really got to check out the SSD. You know, don't, you know, some people are saying, well, their price, you know, and what we counter with is, well, what's your time worth? Yeah, and you know what? You can watch the video and get a really good idea, but to be here on the showroom floor and watch you personally start these machines from scratch and go through six Adobe CS4 applications... We said it in the video, seeing is believing. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, and we're kind of telling people it's a drag race. We've got actually a faster machine uh, uh, processor-wise that just gets just obliterated by our SSD-based machine. So, you know, it's really cool. It's, you know, people want to see things, and that's why they come to Macworld. It's, you know, they're, they're seeing all of our new storage solutions. Uh, we've got a, a mini. we got a mini RAID, and uh, we are showing for the first time. Not available. It's not announced. It's just we're showing. We have some USB 3-based 
based enclosures. That so that when the standard comes out and is adopted, you can always count on OWC to be right there with the performance, uh, cutting edge performance. Once Apple releases a USB three Mac. We're there. Yeah, we're there. We're, our, our solutions will be ready to go with uh, anyone that wants to get the latest and the greatest, the fastest, and you know, most reliable and most competitively priced. I, I think the, the speed and the reliability for us is really key, isn't it? Well, sure. I mean, you know, it's when people are uh, trusting a, a, a device to back up their, their life, so to speak, you know, their, the pictures of their wedding. I mean, I can't tell you how many countless customer feedbacks we get about people like, oh, my God, you saved us. Uh, my wedding was on there. My kid's graduation. The birth of our baby. I mean... People, you got to really realize this is your life you're putting in the hands of someone, and we take that pretty personally. We're not going to just put out something to be, you know, first on the market. Hey, look at us. We're going to put out something that's quality. That's why, you know, our SSD isn't the first on the market, but we waited, we did it right, and now it's the fastest and most reliable and most durable on the market. And what else would you want? So if anyone's coming out to the show, they're going to come through the main door right here, and we're right here, dude. Oh, I, I got to hand it to uh, IDG and uh, the crew back at OWC in Woodstock, Illinois. We're in we're in view of the entrance, and as you can see, I mean, we're bum rushed. There's there's no one sitting here on their thumbs. That's for sure. No, I'm I'm taking time away from you to to deal with the people right here. So I'm going to let you go because you've got a lot of work to do. Oh, cool, great, and uh, if you can't make it out again, check out our site maxsales.com/slash/max world, you can at least get the specials that everyone else can get by coming to the show. Thanks, Grant. All right, thank you. Chuck Joyner is one of the most respected voices in the Mac community. Oh, you should have saw the look he just gave me. You are. Come on. You know you are, Chuck. <laughs> no, I don't, but thank you very much for the <laughs> I, I respect your voice. I, I've been listening to you a long time and watching you now, too, because you're doing video. Um, there was a lot of ambivalence, I guess you would say, about this event. I saw the cross today. You saw the cross today. Is Macworld dead? No. Macworld is far from dead. Macworld is only dead if people make it dead. I think that the enthusiasm here you saw from the crowds, the enthusiasm I heard from the vendors that I had a chance to talk to and interview today, they were really happy with what was here. The friends and listeners, watchers that I've met for the first time here seem to be very excited about the show floor, about the conferences they've been to. I, I think anybody that wasn't here, frankly, missed an opportunity, both from a user perspective and from an exhibitor perspective. You know, I saw, I kept walking by, and I see you doing a lot of interviews, and a lot of them were with vendors. So they're excited about the crowds they saw and, and working with IDG. Um, do you think they're going to come back next year? I think they're going to come back next year. I think there's some, frankly, that, uh, and this is, you got to take this, you got to understand the balance of this answer, okay? The people that have a really exciting product are six deep in a small booth. They're going to come back and I think they're going to buy a bigger booth because they need it. The people that have a so-so product that you can watch, understand, and kind of get in 30 seconds, they're, they're having good traffic, but, you know, it's, it's not a sophisticated product. So it's always tough, and I want to put a caveat in there to understand that if you've got a really cool product and, and it can generate buzz, it's going to generate buzz here. If you have a, uh, a mediocre product, you're still going to generate some buzz, but it's going to be appropriate to what you're offering. So I know you're generating a lot of content here at the Macworld Expo. Where are the listeners of OWC Radio going to go to find that content and consume it? 
Um, two places, uh, macvoices.tv for the video, macvoices.com for the audio, and you will see some cross-posting. I'm, I'm cross-posting the, the audio from the video where it makes sense. Yep. You know, if it's just a, an interview like this that makes sense to listen to as audio only, you'll find it both places. And if it's something that is just really video-intensive, then it'll only be on Mac Voices TV. Chuck Joyner, thanks a lot for being on OWC Radio. Tim, it's my pleasure. Good to see you. And we're at the Macworld Expo. It's actually the day before the expo opens. And I'm here with Lloyd Chambers, Lloyd Chambers, MacPerformanceGuide.com. And Lloyd, you're one of the rare few people on the entire planet Earth right now who has the new OWC SSD enterprise drive that I think is really impressive. But I, I'm curious to get your opinion on that. But let, before we get to that, what is Mac Performance Guide? What are you doing online? Well, Mac Performance Guide is a site I started in uh, late 2008, and my focus is on high performance, uh, particularly with a bent towards photography, uh, also for video. There's a lot of relevant stuff for that. And in general, setting up a Mac Pro, it will be a good value for you and good performance for a number of years, so you don't waste your money and you know just what you need to do to get the job done. That's getting to be more and more important. Everyone seems to be buying HD video cameras, uh, these these huge megapixel, what are they, Canon D5? Is it Canon? Is it? I don't even know. I mean, I just know that they're, they can do HD video, and the pictures that they take are just fantastic. So everyone needs something with a lot of performance more than a Mac Mini. So your site's one of those that people probably should go to to check out, hey, this is what I need. Well, that's right. Although I start off easy, I, I have an introduction on my site to how to buy a Mac, whether it's a Mac Pro or an iMac or Mac Mini, uh, so that you can get a good idea what to look for and what your needs might really be. And then I kind of walk through the process in various ways, and you can delve about as deep as you want into RAID and other fancy stuff, but you can also get a really good idea what's what's. So you're budget worth conscious as well as high-performance conscious. Absolutely, although I'm very uh, much in favor of most photographers investing in a Mac Pro because there are Ma the other Macs in some sense are what I call dead-end Macs and that if you, your needs grow, you end up just having to buy another Mac. So if you're on the, if you're on the threshold, you're, you're, you can get better value by investing a little more up front. And in some cases, it's surprising an iMac can cost you more than a Mac Pro. Yeah, absolutely, it can. Was that Bob Levitas that just walked by? It was Bob Levitas, that guy. I tell you, do you know Bob Levitas? I haven't met Bob, but I know, know of him quite uh, well. You don't want to know him, trust me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so I, I'm going to go back in time a little bit because you told me something right before we started that I was like, oh, hey, you wrote one of my, at the time, all-time favorite software programs. Well, I guess I did. Uh, you just told me too. So uh, I wrote uh, Disk Doubler back in the early 90s. That's when amazing. Uh, people think I'm lying here, but 40 hard drives were only 40 gigabytes back then. Yeah. And, uh, or 20. No, and megabytes, I'm not sorry. gigabytes. I, I do the same thing. Freudian, it was a slip. Yeah, I, I wanted them to be 40 gigabytes. Yeah, megabytes. And we thought, oh, 20 megabytes should be good, but oftentimes it wasn't. Well, that's right. And Disk Doubler did a job of giving you 40 from 20 or 80 from 40. I never knew how you did that. It, it, was, it seemed like magic to me at the time. Well, it seemed like magic at first for the first customer who uh, saw it, who I, I, I would like to say what he said, but I don't think that would pass muster in um, family-friendly channels. Probably not, no. But basically, I'll paraphrase and say he just about shit in his pants. Yeah. So, obviously, technology kind of made that program redundant. I mean, when you've got, you know, 50, 60 gigabyte drives and now terabyte drives, we really don't need that type of technology. 
That's right. Now, I think the uh, storage capacity is about enough for everybody. What I think is more important for most people these days, and especially photographers and those who make a living from what they do, is how do you get reliability and uh, backup in place efficiently at reasonable cost, reasonable time investment, so that you're not in a world of hurt if something happens to your machine. Doesn't it amaze you how many people really are getting into video, getting into photography, and have a really poor backup solution? Well, I also do consulting. I help people set up <laughs> machines for just that. And yeah. many of my uh, clients are uh, wedding photographers, landscape photographers, a uh, variety of other uh, venues uh, all over the world. And, uh, yeah, I've had some people come to me and I ask them, well, how do you back up? And they say, well, I've got this drive attached to my computer. And the first thing I point out to them is that one of the big groups of hazards you face is what I call the natural hazards theft, fire, flood, yep. and acts of dog. Yep, acts of dog, that's a good one. I like that. I'm going to have to remember that. I'm going to steal that from you, by the way, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll credit you with it. <laughs> Very good. So uh, when I walk people through a system, I, I, I try to produce a balanced machine, one that gives uh, high performance but uh, doesn't leave you in the lurch if something should fail. Uh, my current favorite setup is with the Mac Pro, where I, we can use four hard drives to give you twice the normal speed and capacity, but also the ability to have two drives fail without losing anything. So you're setting up a RAID in there? Yes. Are you also kind of coaching them in off-site storage, maybe online, or literally taking a hard drive? Because what I've been telling people for a long time, buy an extra drive, and you don't see it for a month, have two of them in rotation, take it over your parents, take it over your uncles, take it over your nephews, whoever's house, and that drive stays there until you need to back up again. Well, whatever you do, don't take it over your cousin's house with kids. No. Because they can break anything, has been my experience. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. But, uh, yes, I do put a lot of emphasis on that, and my site also has several articles and su suggested uh, Go ahead. I'm just checking the iPhone to make sure okay. the thing is still recording. My uh, site has a number of suggested products that meet those needs, which can vary from something as simple as like the NewTek Voyager Q, which is about 90 bucks yep. plus hard drives, or something much more um, robust with four hard drives inside it, like the OWC QX2. Well, let's talk about the uh, SSD card, because we did a video that's posted up, and I know you haven't seen it yet. Uh, we did a comparison, a stock MacBook and a MacBook with the SSD card, and it's a test that we, from a completely turned-off machine, we hit the power button, and then we uh, let it boot up, and then it automatically launches for the uh, CS4 apps, Flash, Photoshop, Illustrator, Dreamweaver, and all those. And uh, literally, at 34 seconds, the SSD, the Enterprise SSD, was completely done booting up, and I was just blown away by that. So you've had it in real-world tests where you're hammering on it, and what do you think? Well, the new uh, OWC uh, uh, Mercury Extreme SSD is uh, pr pretty much blew me away last night when I tested it. Just got it at 4 o'clock, and I worked on it all night. Uh, I've worked with a number of SSDs now. I've done them in RAIDs up to four drives. I've done them singly, doubly in MacBooks and uh, laptops and Mac Pro, and no SSD has impressed me as much as this one. All wow. the other ones I've used have had various issues which they were still very nice to use, but they had various issues where their performance would degrade, stutter effects, other problems under heavy load. Um, and the OWC one is the first one I've seen that holds up under and takes a beating without degrading in performance. And it starts with very high performance to begin with, which is already much faster than alternatives, especially on writes. So it's a very impressive device. 
what particularly impresses me about it is that it has a great deal of error correction code and redundant blocks in it. So if you don't want to lose any data, that looks like the drive. Absolutely. For me, is it going to be hard for you? Are, are you? Is this going to be something that you're going to look at purchasing yourself in the future, or is it something that you think mm, not yet? Are, are you still happy with conventional hard drives or SSD? Is that the future, or is that now? You think? Well, SSD is clearly the future. The issue for uh, for some of us, especially photographers, is that these things are only 200 gigabytes not very maximum big. capacity. Now, you could put four of those together in a RAID, but that would still only be 800 gigabytes. I have twice that amount of data, so I couldn't keep it all on SSDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yes, I will likely be buying some for myself. Uh, I already have uh, two Intel and two crucial SSDs. Um, they're good, but the OSD is so much better that if I could swap them out, uh, you do so, I would huh? do so yeah. to, right, right now. So it's MacPerformanceGuide.com. Uh, are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at, as Digloyd, D-I-G-L-L-O-Y-D. That's also my other website on photography, dig, Digloyd.com. So what do you do on the photography website? I write. I, I'm a writer. And te- I, I teach, essentially, by my writing. I, I, ha- I have three subscription offerings. I have a wide variety of free material on photography. And I have a blog, and uh, I, I write mainly towards professionals and uh, advanced, uh, 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 ca- you know, what, what would you call uh, non-professionals, but people are very serious. Kind of prosumer. Yes, and uh, I have New York photographers who call me for advice. You really? Guys who've been 40 years in the business. I, I know my stuff down cold, and I put Digital that- photography is just huge right now, I, and I think we're still at the very beginning of it. I mean, I see a lot of people really starting to get into that field. Well, that's right, although it's a tough way to make a living this, yeah. these days. And uh, But uh, what I try to do is to bring uh, some of the more challenging concepts to, out in a way that shows how, what's going on and how you can improve your photography, because, uh, like it or not, we're all being dragged kicking and screaming into high-resolution digital. And that presents a lot of new challenges from optics to technique to yeah. everything around that process, including computers. And yeah. that's why it's a natural combination. Are you including Windows in your, in your writing as well? Because we would like to think everyone's using Macs, but obviously that's not the case. I don't include Windows, but what I write is... is That's a yeah, yeah, by the way. <laughs> I, have a, I have a piece, uh, I have an article on my site called PC or Mac, uh, Making a Sensible Choice, uh, which is a nice way of saying that it, it's not the Mac I love, it's the functionality I like. Yeah, the, it's the, the combination the, of software and hardware, and they just work seamlessly right. together. That's right. Uh, but what I write generally is, is, to, is usable. Even my Mac Performance Guide is, has a lot of valuable information for Windows users mm-hmm. because I speak to the performance issues that you face whether you're using a Mac or another platform. Yep. His name is Lloyd Chambers. You can find him at MacPerformanceGuide.com. We'll have a link in the show notes at OWCRadio.com. Lloyd, thanks a lot for being on the show today. Great. Thanks for having me, Tim. And that's going to be it for OWC Radio number 12. We're going to be back tomorrow with OWC 13 with a whole lot more from the showroom floor. Today was kind of an abbreviated show because there was so much to do and see on our first day here. And Man, they're just, you can't believe how many people are at this expo and how many things I just want to talk about. And I can't possibly do it all in one day. So that's going to be it for uh, this episode. I'll be back with probably uh, at least twice as long as an episode tomorrow. We're going to have a lot more uh, content as well as pictures. I'm going to get some pictures up on the site. So make sure you check out OWC Radio and make sure, even more importantly, check out Mac Sales dot com 
and you can find all the Macworld Expo specials. Even if you're not here at the show, you can find all the Macworld Expo specials at macsales.com. All right, I'm out of here. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.